This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us on our podcast, The Wealth Puzzle. Uh, we have a great show for you planned. We've got some new economic data that has come mm-hmm. the pipe, and Mike's going to share that with you. Also, if you like and enjoy our content today, check us out on our website, thelingroup.com. Cool. Thank you, right. Tana. Yep. Hey, you know, I can always tell the weather in Texas because Tana sits by a window. And so right? if, she, if she's a little, a little darker, darker we know it's gloomy, which is funny because yeah. uh, Ventura is the same. We've got the, the June gloom here way early, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, how is life in Texas? Good. Yeah. You we had give it. us the weekly update on what gas prices are or something. Actually, it's gone up about 20 cents. <sighs> so what, now you're at three bucks. <laughs> Very depressing. Yeah, no, ours, creep, about- our creep, ours creep back up to like basically six. Okay. Again. Yeah. We're close to four again. Yeah. Creeper. Yeah. Yeah. Darn it. Oh, well. Yeah. You know, it's what, it's what it's like. Yeah. We're living so. it. We're living it. But br- brisket's still a buck 99 pound yeah. out in Texas. Endless <laughs> it mountains is. of brisket. Delicious. The one time I went to, uh, when I was in Texas, I walked into a market somewhere and there's just like a, a pile of briskets, like on a, like a something cold right at the doorway. Like, <laughs> You know, it's like the blue light special. So anyways, hey, Tana's right down to business. So there's a lot going on, right? The the market's still extremely pouty. The market went down last week more. People are starting to freak out. You've got economic data that's coming in tragically. You know, what's going on with the GDP negative and all this crazy stuff. And so here we are. What is our job? So we do retirement income planning, but we have a singular focus, and that is when the market is going down, when the market is being bad and mean and hurting our feelings and all of that fun stuff, Tan and I are having a conversation about the two things that drive the market, right? Mm-hmm. Is this an emotional tick down? Right. Irrational tick down, non-financial tick down, or the numbers bad, right? Because right. you know? if we have legit bad numbers, you go back to 2008 when the stock market crashed 51% over about an 18-month period. Guess what? There was bad numbers. People were losing their homes. Banks were going out of business. Yeah. You know, I mean, it it was really justified. Right. Fast forward to 2020. You know, worst worst stock market crash based on a time period ever recorded an almost 40% decline in five Mm -hmm. weeks. It was insane. But once again, the first half of that correction was probably numbers. The government turned off the economy, right? We had a decline in GDP. Mm-hmm. However, the, the the second half of the decline was then getting to the irrational part where people were just in a panic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is what happened in 2020? Things turned around pretty quickly and yeah. shot right back up when everyone said, oh, wait, great recovery. Number, numbers yeah. don't support, support the crazy. Right. You know, and then we fast forward to now. Tana's husband flies a private jet worth a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Obviously, the stock market disproportionately uh, impacts people. 
Yes, that is very true. Yeah, he's it's in the true. Maldives, so he's enjoying. You're a only adding to violent. my passive aggressive insults, right? The, um, well, I'm the one that's this the, jealous wife. Uh, you need to clarify that it's not his. <laughs> he has a great job. Like, see, so far, any new listeners like he has a hundred million. I know jet, he's like he's in the, the taxi driver. <laughs> he's a taxi driver. Nice taxi. It's a yeah. I was gonna say it's a fancy taxi. Does he have to wear a mask when he flies it? No, thank goodness. Oh, yeah, no, no they were. Is that a, yeah? It's like the Uber. Very lenient Uber. in that area because like, of the he, private sector. Uh, yeah, well, anyways. So, hey, let's get down to business. We have some economic data okay. that I wanted to point out. Economic data rolls out every single week. And once again, our goal here, everybody, is what is the information telling us? What mm -hmm. is the data behind it? And so here, you know, first and foremost, let me pop up on the screen. So we have a lot of listeners on the podcast. I appreciate you can't see this stuff. So I'll try to talk through it clearly. For all of our viewers on YouTube and on Rumble, you're able to see this stuff. We like to pop up what we're talking about. But hey, hot diggity dog last week, um, personal income came out uh, month over month. And in March, personal income increased a half a percent. Woohoo. That means that we gave Tana a 10% raise. Excuse I haven't me, seen 10 it yet. Cent, 10 cent raise. <laughs> I apologize. I, I didn't mean to mislead you. 10% and 10 cent uh, would still be the same thing mathematically right. to Tana. So it didn't do much for her, but that's okay. Once again, private jet, Maldives. Right. The, um, <laughs> she does this for fun. Like I do. I do. It's <laughs> for fun. No. So anyways, personal income came up. Now, this is an interesting one to me. So when this came out, I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I struggle with this because all we hear about is how we have declining income, mm -hmm. um, declining cash flow for people. You then have inflation eating away at it. How can anybody have any money to go to Taco Bell and Walmart? Yeah. I only right. said that because I'm thinking about Taco Bell. Yeah, I don't know why. Do you like I, Taco Bell? I, I do. The, the chicken quesadilla. <laughs> You get some of the some of the fire salsa, a little drop of that on each bite. Super tasty. Ah, it's good, man. But it's pricey, you know. Like when I was young, Taco Bell? you know, you get two something. Yeah, but I mean, like a chicken quesadilla these days is probably like four something. I, it's just, yeah. It's, I mean, I could get like I get almost five items off the dollar menu <laughs> somewhere. I could eat like a king, but there's nothing that beats the, the taste. Anyways, oh, I love it. so if I kind of squizzle down in here, we kind of see this. So compared to a year ago, personal income is down 11.6%. <gasps> so this is what they're talking about, right? Personal income is declining. And when you have inflation and declining income, this has to be a bad recipe, right? Hmm. Because things cost more, yet you have less money to spend. The problem is, this is a technical term, BS. There's a lot of BS baked in this stuff. That's a technical mm -hmm. term here at the Lynn Group. Tana invented it. I did not. I do not know what it stands for. <laughs> but, but there's a lot of BS in this. And the reason there's BS is when you read this and you get into the details of what this stuff means, mm -hmm. if anybody wasted their time on this, uh, let's see. So a year ago, personal income is down 11.6% compared to a year ago. But that is entirely due to stimulus checks. So what happened last year? Hey, anyone raise your hands? Remember getting fourteen hundred or twenty eight hundred or three grand or whatever number they gave you? Remember all that stuff? Yeah, extra cash. Oh, so the government gave us free money. It made our personal income artificially mm -hmm. higher last year. And so, yeah, based on work, technically our personal income is down year over year based on the shystiness that no one got a government stimulus check this year. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't know a good point. 
who runs off this stuff, but it's like stupid pills to me that this is how we evaluate data. Just right. because you have an isolated event. Hey, I won the Powerball at the gas station. Mm-hmm. I made five grand. Does that mean the following year? Well, my income is down because I didn't win the Powerball. I, I guess Powerball is the wrong one. Powerball pays big. <laughs> so maybe like a scratcher. I want a scratcher at the gas station. <laughs> made five grand. Is that a better? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, you see my point, right? It, is if we use this this yeah. kind of windfall of money that no one plans on, it is right. not routine, it is not regular. Does that really right. count? No. Now Tana, it doesn't. It shouldn't. Here's what's funny when you get into this: <laughs> if you strip out those government payments, personal income is actually up eight point six percent in the last year. Yeah, like, that's great news. The, no, yeah. that's phenomenal yeah. news, but it goes to the insanity of the headlines and the insanity right. of the data that people look at and the way that they process this stuff. So, uh, uh, the income is going down and inflation is going up. Well, on face value, that's totally true. But mm-hmm. when you get into the guts of it, is that really real? You know, the reality is, is personal income is up and personal income is up. Look at private sector wages and salaries are up massive 12.8% over the last 12 months. Do You know mm-hmm. what that means? It means people like me are giving raises. Mm-hmm. I said, like me. <laughs> I did not say me. <laughs> like me. Tana appreciates the fact that Wishful I Wishful thinking, right? Over here. <laughs> but, uh, oh, okay. If there's a technicality here, you might have ended up actually gotten a raise. The, um, <laughs> but we won't get into that. We'll start, right. Next week, we'll post Chana's, Tana's tech stubs <laughs> so that we can see what that massive raise look like. But the point is, is Private sector is is paying more and you get back into like the consumer price index. Didn't it just hit an all time high of what, like eight and a half percent? Well, that's weird. Personal income is actually up eight point six percent in the last year. So it's still terrible that stuff costs more. But it's at least. But at least it's kind of keeping up in in the reality of things of how most people are consuming money. And if you have a private sector job, your job's going up or excuse me, your 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 income has gone up quite a bit, certainly more than than. The, the government's measure of inflation. So once again, the what is it? The devil's in the details. Yeah. And this is a, a great time to look for a job where you can move up the ladder. You know, there's so many jobs available. So if you've kind of been sitting at the same job for a while, this is a great time to go look for something that's just a notch up or two. Oh, is that directed at me or you? No. <laughs> what? That's what I want to know. Right. <laughs> we, we, when this show's over, we're talking. We're gonna have a real. Well, we all down, need some motivation. In down this, to earth. You know, this could be a good motivator. All right. So I thought that that was actually a good news report. Personal income is going up. You know, we we keep getting this vibe based on the headline news that it's all bad because income's going down. The reality is that's just not factually accurate. Mm-hmm. As is life. So here we go. Here's the bad news, everybody. Bad news. Boom. The 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 floor fell out last week. Was it Thursday or Friday? GDP comes in negative first quarter GDP down 1.4%. It's all over. So does that mean that we're headed into recession? Would you say one would think that? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you know what a recession is? Yeah. Declining GDP. <laughs> right. Yeah. So For uh, technically two consecutive quarters, right? How dare you snatch that out of my mouth? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have one rule Tana on the podcast and that is okay. I have to be the smartest person. Zip. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> as long as I'm the <laughs> smartest person, nothing else matters. The um, so so Tana nailed it, right? So the 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 textbook definition of a recession 
is two consecutive quarters of declining GDP. So from a textbook standpoint, we just had one. So there you go. We're on the path to our recession. It's we're halfway through it of sorts. Now there's some caveats to that. One is, is GDP numbers, unemployment numbers, pick your number. They constantly revise them. So over the next month or two, this number will get revised and we'll see how it gets revised. It wouldn't shock me if it went positive. So mm-hmm. oh, I'm not sold on the first kind of here's the number. Boom. But what's funny is GDP is a mathematical calculation of a bunch of pluses and minuses, government spending and car sales and all the things that go into making the pie of how the U.S. economy is growing. So as usual, kind of like the personal consumption debate I just had with you guys, the devil is in the details. And so when I come into personal when I come into first quarter GDP. um, So why did GDP drop? There's a number of factors. First, a massive surge in imports, which resulted in a drag of 3.2% uh, 3.2 percentage points on the GDP. Now, Tana, if you have a negative 1.4 and you add the number 3.2, would you end up with a negative or a positive number? Still a negative. Just slightly no, negative. No, it would be positive. Wait, what did you say? Plus negative. I'm Wait. taking the negative. I'm adding the positive back in. Makes me positive. Didn't you say negative 4? No, I said 1.4. Oh, oh, I'm Are sorry. I caught, technology the I caught the four. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was a good save. I'll give you that one. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I you said negative number. 14, right? It'd still be negative. But yeah, anyways, <laughs> we're going to pretend like Tana answered that correctly. And so, yes, Tana, you are correct. You would have a positive number. So, so step one. Massive surge in imports. Why would that be? Can anybody think of a time period last year where we had some challenges with imports? Or maybe the year prior? Remember the COVID supply yeah, chain? Definitely. Thing? Oh, I don't know. Remember remember them talking about boats lined up at the yeah, bay exactly. that couldn't offload stuff. They were talking about trucker issues. They were talking about empty containers on ships because there's mm-hmm. nothing to import and, and blah, 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 blah. So I find it fascinating that in the normalization of supply chain, COVID crisis, drama, 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 we had a a pretty significant increase in imports, which was probably also a temporary increase in imports for the most part as things are normalizing. That in and of itself caused the GDP to be negative. And and there it is. It's all over, everyone. Look at the recession is here. I'm. As usual, I'm I'm just not sold by the numbers underneath. You know, the, the reality is behind the scenes. There's a lot of good growth things happening in the U.S. Mm-hmm. economy. I mean, hell, just go right back to what we talked about with private sectors over the last 12 months raising wages almost 13%. Does that sound like these companies are just drowning? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe they would have raised them 20%. But they're doing so bad. So in any case, that was a big component of it. That by itself put the GDP to negative. Uh, inventories rose at a slower pace, mm-hmm. which brought the GDP down 0.8%. And then government purchases, which is one of the scammy things inside of GDP because the government could just artificially go buy a bunch of junk and rise the GDP. They didn't this quarter. So the, the government purchases declined and that put a half a percent drag on the GDP. Either way, going back to the inflate uh, the import thing, that was kind of the big ticket item. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think, Tana? Just quit there? Yeah, quit you while we're ahead. yeah, we're good there. I think you covered it. <laughs> okay. So, 
So let's think about this. So what's so you said recession. What other crises do we have a brewing if it's not a recession? Oh, stagflation. Oh, okay. That's a good yeah. one, right? Yeah. So, definitely. so we have declining GDP. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what is stagflation? Stagflation is simply a rise in costs. So inflation and a decline in growth can cause stagflation. So that's kind of like, you know, there's all these different versions of recessions and things like that. The funny thing though is, is I feel that stagflation, the huge indicative part of stagflation that you would see is if, if these companies were really in trouble, we start to see an increase in unemployment, right? If the unemployment numbers are increasing and the unemployment rate is increasing, that would be that strong indication that no stagflation is now taking hold, uh, you know, lower growth, higher costs, everyone's getting crushed. Mm-hmm. As usual, in the last couple of weeks, it's hard to see on this screenshot, it's pretty small, but in the last couple of weeks, initial jobless claims, that's new people going on unemployment and continuing jobless claims, that's people staying on unemployment are still hanging out at 52 yeah. year lows right. or historic that's lows. The unemployment phenomenal. rate is tight. There's something like mm-hmm. 11 million outstanding jobs of employers who want to hire people. Does that sound like stagflation? No, it sounds like on that side of it, the opposite, right? Yeah, we should be right. seeing new people coming on unemployment because the argument is saying that as costs go higher and growth goes down, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, employer, you know, companies aren't selling things and doing stuff. They got to start firing people to keep their costs under control. We got to trim the fat. Yeah. I'm going to be the first person I fire around here. Though, I've decided. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. Called early retire. And then I'm going to hire myself back in six months. <laughs> You guys just deal with it. Oh, thank right? you. Thank as you. soon as summer's over, I'll be back. <laughs> How's that? That would be nice to have summers off. That would be. I should have yeah. been a teacher. I feel like a teacher right now, though. <laughs> you are. You're finance. a good teacher. So anyway, I'd be a terrible teacher. I don't have the tolerance to deal with young people. <laughs> well, no, like, like maybe like, in a like college Like them setting. on their phones and stuff. Like I would, I'd probably kick a desk over. <laughs> Like I just, I'm just, I'm sorry, people. I'm just not that Rage guy. Rage monster. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not that guy. So you know, awesome. I, I apologize. I, I, as perfect as people think I am, I do have my issues, and that is cell phones. The um. So, anyways, unemployment numbers are phenomenal. They're very tight. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's so many open jobs means yeah. that employers want to hire. Hey, do you think that's why? pay rates and personal incomes going up because mm-hmm. employers got to be more competitive to attract talent right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a fascinating issue. Great place to be if, yeah. Woohoo. All right. All right. You're here looking. we go. Now we're into earnings. Well, pff, everything's bad. Tana earnings are bad. No. The economy is bad. Everything. Don Lemon. No, said this it was is good true. news. So last week I got an email from a client that was, it was a one sentence email, but the reality was it was a screenshot of Don Lemon on CNN with some kind of headline like, you know, the depression recession is coming. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, what do I even say to that? But the, um, <laughs> but the point is, is these headline news organizations like that love to run with fear mongering. They mm-hmm. love to spread the chaos. They read the headline. The Don Lemon will read, hey, look at the GDP decline. Therefore, the recession is coming. Yeah, but Don Lemon has no stinking clue about what happened underneath with the imports. Like, you know, that's the problem is it's all this sensory bong, 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 scare mm-hmm. the heck out of everybody thing. So right. here we go. Every Friday, we get an update on the, on the uh, earnings. So as of last Friday, 55% of companies on the S&P 500 have reported earnings 
Oh my gosh. Only 80% of them have beat their earnings so far, Tana. Oh, oh that's great. Is, no, this is terrible no, news because Don said we're going into a depression. No. So therefore, this stuff must all be bad news. Now, now the fact that 80% of companies beating their earnings is above the five-year average of company beating her. That <laughs> depression. Depression. The only depression that's coming here is my own personal depression that I will need to solve with something. Tana, you worked at the college pharmacy. What what yeah. what do I what do I need? What would solve my depression? <laughs> exercise, eating healthy, I drinking water, getting you sunshine. Know, I'm sick of my doctor telling me that. <laughs> I'm not gonna prescribe you a pill. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like you'd know better. Your no. dad's a pharmacist, right? I you, know. Maybe you should that's be all about why. prescribing spills. That's like your inheritance. He might actually just leave no. you guys a bunch of pills. No, I don't <laughs> like pills. I had all these extra pills. <laughs> the um, so you know, once again. You know, going back to this theme of, oh, gosh, the stock market is down and and Don said it's bad and, and everybody says everything is horrible. It's really fascinating to me how there's still a lot of stability in the numbers, because what is the simplicity of earnings? It is people going to companies and buying Spending stuff. money. Correct. And so wait a yeah. second. Personal income is actually higher than we think. That's weird. GDP is not as terrible as we think. That's weird. And companies are reporting earnings in the first quarter during the Russian war and during all the inflation, during all these bad mm -hmm. things, meaning people went and spent money there. How could that be true? Mm -hmm. It's all, this is all lies. I, someone made this up. Nope. It's the only thing that makes sense. Now, here's what's funny, though. This is cool. This is cool. So, I said in a show a couple weeks ago, Tana, we would like to see year-over-year -year earnings of about 10%. Yes, I remember I have that. bad news. Year-over-year -year earnings at the moment, even though companies are beating, are only up 7.1%. So, you know, there's yeah, still light, there's still weak. It's not terrible. I mean, I know. we just need growth. You know, and, but, but and I promised everybody 10%. I promised everybody 10%, Tana. But it's not even half over, so we are still in good shape. Well, there's we that. Be positive. Yeah. Is anybody actually reading the screen that's watching this? Look at this. Look at this. Amazon's negative earnings surprise. So last week, Amazon reported earnings. They had bad earnings. A huge swath of their earnings issue. I mean, some of it was like supply chain in China and blah, 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 blah. They always put out all that noise to try to make themselves look good. But a huge swath of it is Amazon invested heavily into Rivian an electric car company okay. turns out to be a turd burger car company so far because okay. you have a company that that stock price opened at 80 bucks. It went to 170 and now you can buy it for, I think they'll actually pay you to buy the stock. Um, just kidding. It's like 30 bucks. So Amazon has taken a massive bath so far in their Rivian investment. And that's what really ding their quarterly earnings in mm -hmm. big part. So what's amazing is, is Tana, Tana, would you say Amazon's a big company or a little company? Huge. It's massive it's the death star of companies right <laughs> putting every death retailer star. out of business i mean dude they just put an amazon plant here in oxnard yeah that's like now it's like when you order your stuff on amazon it's like all right you'll get it in 15 minutes you know i mean that's it's crazy so same, same crazy. day delivery yeah that's crazy cool, we're gonna start getting really impatient <laughs> uh, yeah because oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to cause a problem, right? What do you mean same day? I want same hour. All right. The, um, so anyway, we got to be careful. Amazon is a behemoth company that took a little walloping on stocks and earnings, everybody. And what's funny is if, if we stripped out Amazon's earnings, 
the green bar here is what the average aggregate year over year growth rate is for the companies without Amazon. And what do you notice? It's about 10%, what we were kind of projecting right. and hoping yeah, for. Good point. Now it's funny because obviously net, net it's not, it's 7.1, but that's right. solely because of Amazon. The reality is behind the scenes, mm -hmm. Amazon's throwing a cloud, right? Amazon's the rain cloud making everything look bad. But mm -hmm. if you cleared the rain cloud, you'd realize that all of these underlying companies are actually doing pretty well and having yeah. pretty good earnings year over year. That's a great point. So, you know, there we go. What do we do with that? Look, I think the reality is it goes back to the individual, right? It's easy for Tana and I to sit here and, and talk data and make our case. Um, you know, and I, and I, and it's interesting because I, I, I feel good about making a case when it's going against the grain, right? You know, everybody mm -hmm. thinks everything is bad. Everybody thinks it's doom and gloom. I, I do want to dig in and find the data and find the information that mm -hmm. justifies why things aren't as miserable. I want my clients' accounts and my parents' accounts and my accounts and Tana's accounts. I want us to do well. I want our investments to do well. And yeah. it's all based on trying to make unemotional decisions with data. Right. You know, and the reality is, is a lot of this stuff falls back to you as the individual. Mm -hmm. If you're planning on retiring, if you are retired, obviously the relevance of what the stock market is doing is very important. Mm -hmm. The one thing I can say is if you work with Tana or you work with me to build an income plan, the whole goal of an income plan is to make sure that your income is protected mm -hmm. and correctly cash flowing. We're not pulling money out of the stock market to generate income. That's a that's a big no-no. We do not reverse dollar cost average accounts because in times like this, you do irreparable damage. So mm -hmm. if you don't have an income plan, if you do have an income plan, if you're freaking out, if you're listening to stuff saying mm -hmm. Mike's crazy, Tana's cool, that's <laughs> I, I'm I'm thrilled with that. Call her. The um so but here, let me I gotta pop up the banner. Where's it at? I, I'm so bad at this always. There we go. Give us a call. 805-500-7035. 805-500-7035. As Tana mentioned earlier, come hang out on our website. Yeah. Uh, you can request a book. You can request a meeting, all kinds of fun stuff. So the website is thelindgroup.com. Lind is spelled L-Y-N-D. But other than that, Tana, I, I, as usual, I, it, we started this show and I told Tana that she would be talking a lot more today. <laughs> I apparently lied and that's okay. <laughs> you were on fire. I was a fuego. I'm just no, but maybe because there's just so yeah. much going on here. No, I totally agree. This is very necessary. So maybe next week we can work on that idea that I had. So. Oh yeah, good yeah. point. So, anyways, everyone, have a great week. We will be back. Toodaloo. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at the Lind Group. Call eight zero five. 500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lind Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lind Group LLC. The Lind Group LLC and the Lind Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lind Group LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.